is an important story because none of it makes sense. You know, we all know that construction is 24-7, right? There's gridlock everywhere, but none of it moving forward is going to be road or important infrastructure work, which we are already woefully behind on here in the city of Toronto. But the CBC got its hands on internal documents that reveal city staff. Apparently, they issued three tenders for local resurfacing work for the spring. They got bids from six companies. And then on August 15th, tenders were cancelled. And according to these documents, these projects were to be spread across all but four wards, representing 20% of the city's road repaving budget for 2022. The city apparently says it pulled the tenders to update the request to companies and give clear direction to bidders, but to think it was pretty much done and something changed. And these are not contracts that are unique, asphalt and paving and that. These are very regular kinds of contracts, like because we always do road repairs. So what's going on? Stephen Holliday is Deputy Mayor and Toronto Council for Ward 2 at Tobacco Centre. Hello there, sir. Oh, good morning, Alex. Thanks for having me yeah. on. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I could interrupt you from your campaigning, and hopefully you will stay on uh, City Council because we need your voice on this because maybe you can explain. I mean, these are, are routine contracts. We always have to have road repairs. So d- is this a matter of someone really screwed up, or was there a concern that the deals weren't up to par? Like, what is the deal here? Well, I, it certainly got my attention. You know, people call a councillor's office, including mine and many of my suburban colleagues, and, you know, they don't ask when's the next affordable housing project or the next bike lane. They say, when's my road going to get fixed? Mm-hmm. And uh, we spend a lot of time working with constituents that have concerns over their roads. Uh, there's about a five-year rolling plan on the roads that they're going to work on. Uh, and there is a huge state of re- good repair gap. In other words, you know, right. these roads are aging faster than we can repair them. So, you know, it's an important contract for, for everybody. Uh, the story did surprise me. And uh, I've, I've started to look into some of the details on it. One thing I, I did learn that's helpful is that most of the roads that were contained in this contract are due next year. Uh, you know, they, they plan their work well in advance. And um, except for a couple, I think, in the north end of the city, which will unfortunately have to slide into next year, you know, this, this work is, is planned for the future and there's still time for them to reissue the tender. The city hasn't provided the details on exactly what concerns they have with the, what went out and, and what the results were back. But one thing mm-hmm. they did say to manage the integrity of the process, they just canceled it. They've reissued the documents or they're going to reissue the documents and put it back out. And it's kind of well, like... What was the, the integrity reset. issue? Like what, what would have been the integrity? Like a comp- company got they, favoritism? They, like what's the integrity? They, they haven't been clear on that. And, uh-huh. uh, you know, I, I don't want to speculate. I don't want to say that anything was wrong other than the staff who oversee these contracts just were not satisfied. And for whatever reason... They wanted to reissue the bids. It's big. It's a big. It's a big, big uh, bid, and it's a big, big process. I, I would point back back in 2016 and 2017, the Auditor General. You know, I sat on the audit committee, did a lot of work on paving contracts, and gave a whole bunch of recommendations to the city about improving the tendering process. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it, it has. I think it has worked well, uh, it, and it's been improved since all of those different recommendations came forward. And maybe we should look at this as a good thing. You know, the people are keeping an eye on this stuff. And if they weren't satisfied and if it wasn't, uh, you know, the, the most optimal for the city and the taxpayer, then they're going to do what they need to do. Nonetheless, though, the, the contracts are important. And uh, I want to see the work get done because people are concerned about the condition of their roads. 
Yeah, I mean, you only have to look at, uh, to the city of Hamilton, Lincoln Alexander Parkway, which had faulty uh, asphalting. There was a lot of corners cut, and uh, they made a big botch up of their contracting, and, it, and a number of people uh, lost their lives. So it is an important issue. It's important that you get it right. There's got to be – you can't cut corners in this area. But, you know, the bottom line is, Stephen, we are woefully behind in, in road repairs. And the reality is we're going to have a lot of roads that are already hacked up, uh, biking lanes, all these things. They're going to have to go through another winter, which is going to hack them up even more. And so I think a lot of people are going to say – all right, so what does it look like for the next season of construction? And we're going to end up having to pay more because the road's integrity will have suffered that much more damage if you don't maintain it on, on schedule. Yeah, those are, that's a very valid point. I've always explained it to people, it's like a tooth, right? You want to yeah. get that yeah. filling yeah. done before it rots out in the base, and then you need to go get a root canal, which is a lot more expensive. Plus, we also know what's going on with the economy, right? Inflation mm -hmm. is going up, the cost of materials is going up, the cost of labor is going up. So it's never cheaper to defer the work. Um, but as I said, you know, based on the digging I, I did on this, it sounds like very little work is actually being deferred from this season to the next season. And most of it had been planned in the future. And, and you know, hopefully they're going to catch back up with the tendering process. But, but nonetheless, you know, a matter of public interest. And there was a report that went to council a couple of years ago. And uh, God Counselor is pretty, pretty concerned. And we moved motions that said, please accelerate this. But they, they talked to us about how the state of good repair is slipping. And it's mm -hmm. all about money. It's all about how much of our budget sure. we allocate to this particular you know, piece of infrastructure. There's no one else is going to fix it. It's not the feds or the province. It's the city's responsibility. And what the staff told us is you need to put more money into maintenance and you need to put money, more money into the state of good repair program to keep more roads, you know, above the threshold of good repair. In other words, if, if you cheap out, it's only going to snowball sure. the problem over time. And, you know, roads are supposed to last 50 to 100 years. And we're counting on our roads to last that long. They may not look pretty, but they need to be safe and passable. And, you know, we don't want to create unsafe conditions and things where, you know, you get into a situation where someone makes a claim to the city. Yeah, I mean, just unfortunately, though, when we come to it and, and you know, hopefully this will change at some point in my lifetime, you know, we, we fix roads and then all of a sudden we have to tear it up the next year because a, a broken water point. Or like, they, they just don't seem to do these projects all at the same time where they dig it up and say, OK, everybody, what's the problem here? Let's fix the lighting. Let's fix the pipes. Let's fix the wa roads, whatever. Yeah. So we just keep having to tear them up. You know, we know that the city paused uh, nearly 300 million in infrastructure projects to grapple with the 875 million dollar budget shortfall. But, you know, Stats Can put out numbers on Monday um, showing, you know, we've got six million people coming to this province in the next decade. Most of those people, as you know, Stephen, will come to the GTA and to Toronto. We are way behind on infrastructure. The warnings have been out that not only are we way behind with what we need for now, but we've got to be able to get this done for the people coming in. And, and there's just not this urgency. I'm not seeing it. Where is it? Is it on the minds of those at City Hall? Well, I think you got scattered thoughts. There's, there's uh, 25, 26 of us, including the mayor, with all different ideas about what's important. Some talk about housing, some talk about transit. You'll find me mostly talk about the basics because that's the things I hear from my constituents. We want our parks to be okay. We want swing sets for kids to play on. We want roads that are safe and passable. So you, you got to do the basics first, and you're right. As more people come, both development charges and taxpayers are going to fund this growth, and it's a lot of money. But the, the point is, is you need to invest every dollar wisely and you need to focus on those services that nobody else is going to provide but the city. Right. 
So it's it's an important public policy discussion. It's something that if uh, you know somebody running for council comes and knocks on your door in this election cycle, you should ask that person about what their approach is. They want to take yeah. all that money and put it into social services or you know income transfer programs. You know that might made a, might appeal to some, but most of the people I hear from want to see their infrastructure improved, and they don't have a problem paying taxes as long as they see the money going towards repairing things and building things that are needed in this city that benefit everybody. Well, I'd be happy to pay a bit more to fix that parking app that they screwed up. I, I got to be honest, Stephen, what a stupid mistake. They, we had the best parking app. It was so easy, and now I can't. no one can figure out how to use it. They keep changing it, but uh, I guess I digress on that. Nonetheless, thank you very much, sir. Uh, have yourself a terrific long weekend, and we'll see where this goes, and uh, good luck with your campaigning. Thank you so much. It's great to talk to you, and you have a great weekend as well. All right. That's Stephen Holliday, Deputy Mayor, Toronto Council for Ward 2, Etobicoke Centre. Look, I'm sure we'll find out the answers. The devil is always in the detail, as I like to say, and my board up always likes to say, you know you say devil is in the detail a lot, right? And I say, yes, I do, because it is. Nonetheless, this is why municipal matters uh, were, you know, matter. This is why we should pay more attention to these elections. I know they're not sexy. Municipal politics is like shards of glass to my eye. It is like the one beat that if you sent me on City Hall coverage, I would like literally break out into hives. But it is the most important because it is literally the level of government that hits your wallet and your life and everything that we do daily the most. And so it is important to uh, watch the issues.